My name is Christopher Douglas Matheson. I am 34 years of age. I was born 1986. And I'm a Bricky's labourer at the moment. So I basically work for a long-time friend and, and his name's Nathan Barrett. I work for Power Trail Brickworks and I've been working for him for the past couple of years. And yeah, they're a good, good company and that. Me mate, he's looked after me and that's why I've got a lot of time and a lot of respect for him and that. And yeah. So you say you're a labourer. How long have you been a labourer? So, well, I'm 34 now. I think I've been a labourer pretty much my whole working life. Just maybe different names to it. So it might be demolition labourer, which is, you know, you're just pulling down stuff. Now I'm a brickies labourer where I'm building stuff. Um, just general sort of labourer, just for, for trade assistant, you know. That's a, probably the, the classy name for a trade assistant. But, yeah, I'm a labourer, you know. What do you do on a building site? My main job is to make sure that the bricklayers obviously lay bricks. Look, my, my job, first thing in the morning, is to unpack the truck, mix it on straight away, and, and cement started, which is 10 shovels of sand, two buckets of, well, you have two buckets of water first, get your 10 shovels of sand, put your bag of cement in there, and then you put another 10 shovels of sand. But you've obviously got to watch it because if you put too much sand in, there's no water in there, the, the mix dries out and you end up with a big bowl of... It's, it's, you learn it, you, you, learn, you learn to do it quicker, mate, you know, so... Look, I'll tell you honestly, it's, it's as soon as seven o'clock hits and we're, we're unloading the truck, it is, it is all full steam ahead. There, there is no holding back nothing. There's no going to work and having cups of tea and stuff like that. It's, it's seven o'clock, it's on, and we work hard till lunch and then have half an hour break and then back into it till we finish. Chris, you told me uh, about a couple of interesting things that you do and then they kind of stood out for me and maybe you can give me the language to describe it, but one was where you're making bricks and it's really difficult on your hands oh. and the other one was tossing bricks up several stories to someone. Yeah. So can you take me first through that making bricks process? The, the making bricks is, is actually cutting bricks because when you cut the brick, obviously you get a lot of dust off it. So they have this, it's like a little button, right? So you push this little button and water comes out and you can you can sort of control the pressure of the water. But because these brick machines are just, they're thrashed, you know, like people have, like every day they're getting used, right? people don't really look after them like they should be, but they're still working that obviously. But so you push this button and that much pressure comes out of it sometimes. Like you've got the pressure coming out, you can't really control it and it's freezing cold. So imagine, you know, you go through the first five or six bricks, it's not too bad. After 10, you're freezing. And then, like I said to you, it gets that cold because your hands, like that cold, it feels like little needles or nails like being embedded into your skin, especially after about 50 bricks, you know what I mean? Like, and then, and then you know, sometimes you get days where you do the 50 bricks and they'll turn around and say, Oh wait, Chris, I've given you the wrong size. No, you've got it, you know, and then I've got to cut another fifty more. And that's usually just the the first start of the morning, you know what I mean? Like why that's why I'm doing that, I'm getting yelled at to get mud and you know what I mean? It's pretty chaotic, you know. So how do you handle that brick cutting stuff when your hands are freezing and you're feeling the needles? Well, how do you handle it, Chris? <laughs> Look, I I tell you honestly, I, I like it hurts like and like the boss would be watching too you know what i mean like i'll pull away and go ah you know like and shake my hands because you have to sort of shake it out a bit you know 
you know, your hands are freezing, you've got pins and needles, like, you, you know, you you just want to die, basically. It's that, it's, but you just, no, you just kick on and just, no, I've got to do it, I've got to do it, I've got to get through it. And once you get through it, it's actually not too bad. I don't necessarily build the house. I, I can lay bricks and stuff like that, and I have laid bricks before the boys have taught me, and, you know, but, like, basically being a part of it, because I'm running all that mud out. So I'm there from start to finish to this house. So you you watch a house go from a slab to a to a house, you know, for work, it's it's actually pretty rewarding and, and satisfactory, you know. So, yeah. Tell me about the bricks you have to throw up for right. the floors. All right. So, it, look, every brick you get, usually, I think I think a brick is between two and four kilo, right? So, depending on what kind of brick it is, whether they've got holes in them, because you can get you can get full bricks, you can get like um, and the full bricks, like some of them, there's I forget what they're called. I think they're dry pressed. So these dry pressed bricks. They're, they're very, they're not light. They're, I think they're about three and a half straight off the bat. But if you get them wet, they, they double in weight because they just absorb the water. You know what I mean? Because some, some companies you might be blessed, they might have a, a, a brick lift, which is you can place a brick on and it'll take it up singly or they might take a whole six pack of bricks. So like I said to you before, if you've got to get them up, the only way to get them up is to toss them, you know? Look, if you've got to get 300 bricks up, the least amount of throwing you, you want to do or the furthest amount of distance is probably the best, you know? So... If we were going three levels, I'd have him on the first level, and I go right, bang, bang, bang. But I do ten one hand on the right, ten on the left. You know what I mean? I don't just because you're just going to burn out if you do it all in one. But yes, basically to answer your question, it's just got to be tossed up, and it's level by level. However long that takes, it takes. You know what I mean? But it gets done. You know. So what's the best part of the job for you? The money. The money at the end of the week. You know, that's a, look. I tell you, basically, like. I know some people live to work. I, I work to live, you know. And look, this is only something that's come new to me too, Nadia. Like I've, you know, I've told you I've had a pretty, you know, hard upbringing and that, you know. I won't sit here and, and play the, oh, you know, poor me, rah, rah. But like the whole work thing and the whole work ethic has basically only come in the past, say, four years or so. I've worked in the past and I've had jobs for certain amounts of times, but it was never something that was installed into me, like a work ethic, you know. It's um, due to my current partner now, Cherie, which you know, and, you know, uh, she's a massive drive with helping me. I'm up at four in the morning to walk the dog and do what I need to do, get ready and stuff like that. Then I, uh, I'm off at five, train out to Mortdale, depending on where I'm going. So usually I'll go to Mortdale and then my mate, will, you know, pick, he picks me up there because he lives down the road from the station and we drive to the job. You know, and usually the job, depending on where it is, is usually a good hour and an hour and a bit from there. So I'm doing at least four hours, four and a half hours travel a day, you know. But with that, I get paid not too bad. So yeah, the money, the money's, that's the massive drive behind it, the money, that's the one thing.